0: Of the 92 Best Picture winners, one must be crowned the bestest of the best. You're listening to The Quest for the Bestest from Backlog Banter. Your hosts are Timo Nelson, Tucker Hazel, Tanner Dykstra, and Abram Buner. You can find more of our content on YouTube and Twitter at Backlog Banter. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the quest for the bestest. It's just the three of us again this week. We're continuing without Abram again to try to figure out the very best best picture winner of all time. Last week we got a we got a quite a spin. We were headed back to the olden days of film of Hollywood um, to check out the 1961 movie that won the 1962 Best Picture, West Side Story, directed by Robert Wise and Jerome Robbins, the two of them, based on the very popular play by Leonard Bernstein and uh, and that other guy what Schumann? I forget his name. Who's- um- Sondheim. Sondheim, Stephen Sondheim, that's Stephen right. Stephen Sondheim, yeah. Yeah. Even um, I recognize that name. Sorry, I it slipped my mind in the moment. Well, I think this is going to be interesting. You guys have been hinting at some stuff that maybe I don't want to hear. Um, I don't... Uh-oh. Uh... uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh Ugh. did well, we just get into it did we just go we got a recap
1: yeah we're just to gonna say? go true we gotta recap first we, gotta recap. Recap. Oh, we got oh, a recap we always got a recap
0: last week we talked about spotlight we unveiled our newest ranking scheme we got a lot of ranking schemes but this one um we feel much better about it's a numerical yeah. average we'll be doing it again this week and we put spotlight at number six a pretty wide average um tanner had it real high i had it real low tucker was right in the middle so only he was happy um
1: oh, yes
2: yeah. but but the <laughs> that's top, how it works as it should be <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right now that the list uh we'll just run through the top 10 top 10 of the list yeah. the first half of the backlog banter ranking um the quest for the best is ranking board if you're going to watch on video we'll have we'll have where this movie ends up later today um at towards the end of the episode and make sure to stick around because we're going to be spinning as we do every week to find out what we watch next time it'll be uh it'll be quite the adventure i don't i don't the wheel always gives us something new to watch. It's true. Mm-hmm. So the list it's goes. True. The list goes: Godfather Part One at number one, Parasite, <clears throat> Gentleman's Agreement, Argo, The Hurt Locker, number six, Spotlight from last week, number seven, Kramer v. Kramer, number eight, Godfather Part Two, number nine, Platoon, number ten, French Connection. That's where it's at right now. That those are all. Uh, those are all pretty good movies um, up there. Yeah. I mean, it that's it. Uh, that is the cruel reality of our show: is that we. Very rarely get bad ones. we've had, yeah one and a half couple I'm that ga- weren't for us, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. one and a half bad ones,
1: okay, because yeah, fair out
0: enough. of out of Africa, seven dollars and twenty five cents only costs only uh <laughs> only cost me that much it actually cost me less because I think I rented it or something, but it was only half <laughs> of a bad movie whereas oh, yeah. the the bottom of the list out of eternity right now was actually a bad movie
2: from here to eternity well. Out, Out of, of eternity, <laughs> from North <here to laughs> Africa.
0: It, it took All infinite right. years off of your life. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's enough. Um, uh, enough recap. Well, you guys know what's yes. going on. You watch every week. I'm 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 sure. The just a, I uh, do watch every week. Yeah, the, a little rundown. Mm-hmm. This movie um, is a is an adaptation, a very literal adaptation, I think, of the Broadway play, the Broadway musical yes. um, from yes. a couple years earlier um, 1957, 1957, not many years. It did not take them a long time to turn it around, but, um, starring Natalie Wood, Richard Brimer, Russ Tamblin Rita Moreno, um, and a, and a whole lot of other people. It's got some pretty mm-hmm. nice crew too. Yeah. I mean, Robert Wise, Jerome Robbins, um, shot by Jerome, or it says, it, it says here on the letterbox that it, cinematography was by Daniel L. Fapp, but, um, the, I, I think it was actually shot by, um, robbins
1: he was he was credited in in the credits which interesting story concerning jerome robbins in this movie okay Okay. lead us off with that get it right off okay so jerome robbins uh was actually the director of the broadway play Uh the broadway musical west side story um when they were obtaining the rights he insisted that he be the director of the film or at Mm -hmm. least or somehow get a directing credit and you know obviously that comes with being the director of the film MGM wasn't so high on the idea because he had never directed a movie before. And And a play is a very different
0: dealio than a movie.
1: Yes. This was their big, they're they're pushing this, their big awards movie. So They didn't want a newbie directing this. They said, Hey, uh, we'll get famous director Robert Wise to direct Mm. the, you know, the dramatic parts of this. And Jerome Robbins, you can direct the musical part since, you know, you directed the, the musical on Broadway. We'll let you choreograph the movie. It'll be great. Um, what happened was Jerome Robbins was a l- probably m- maybe a little spiteful of this, you know, him having to share the title of director with Robert Wise. Um, so, or maybe he was just vain in his own right as a Broadway director. And hard hard insist- to imagine that, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, continuously made the actors do reshoots and redoes of the musical scenes. So much so that the film almost immediately went over budget and over time. Almost immediately. Ah, right. Yes. Uh, which led to Jerome Robbins being fired. Oh. Uh, so, so
0: he was fired. Do you do you know what parts of the movie he, um, he, he shot? Apparently,
1: he apparently only directed four musical scenes. Okay. okay. well, So there's a lot which is of musical probably scenes. probably a little
2: under half of them.
1: Yeah. He directed yeah. Uh, America, I think. Uh, cool. Um and two others. I, I I let me let me look a second. Let's okay, well, if you were unaware of what the story of this is, well, I
0: think you need to go back to English class in high school because it's Romeo and Juliet. It's Romeo and Juliet. Okay, yeah. it's, Sorry, it is. he directed exactly um, Romeo and Juliet.
1: He completed four numbers: the prologue, mm-hmm. "Cool," "I Feel Pretty," and "America."
0: Okay.
2: Oh, well, those are three of the, the iconic are, ones. Those exactly. are some You're of the good really job. good ones. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Which. Is not that surprising, honestly, because I would think that the dude who did it on Broadway would know how to do it, at least, at least choreograph it, at least, you know, you know, some of the. And he had a crew to back him up, but that is yeah. an interesting tidbit. Thank you for bringing that, Tanner, about about the, of the production of the film. That uh, I don't think that really
2: influences how I think about it, but it is <laughs> cool nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm actually just going to get this out of the way, while we're, Before we get into our actual discussion, just the the nominees and the winner, the things it won. Yeah, Uh, it was the only thing that it did not win that it was nominated for was adapted screenplay. Yes. Uh But it did win Best Picture, Supporting Mm -hmm. Actress for Rita Moreno, Best Director for Robert Wise, Production Design, Supporting Actor for George Shakiris, who was Bernardo. Uh, costume design, film editing, cinematography, sound mixing, and something called original musical, which I've never heard of before. That is clearly say, a category that got fucking nixed. Like,
1: yeah, I'm going to say it's a, a little unfair to list this amongst, like, uh, to have this as a tie, when one of the categories that won isn't a category anymore, and pretty obviously it was going to win that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, yes, but it won it nonetheless. So if you're going to be consistent, yeah, I suppose I do, so. you know, well, yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot of awards It, it that it, that's a lot.
2: Yes. OK. And I mean, uh, the I'm just going to put it right out there. Even though this is not my favorite of these, I think it deserves a lot of those awards.
1: I think. Well, I was going to say, is there no um, production design? Was there no production design was, award yeah, back that. then? Okay, uh, I gotta say that was something that sprung out to me almost immediately when I turned this on. The production, the design, the sets of this movie are beautiful. They're vibrantly colored. They're uh, shot very well. They're co- they're um, the actors are choreographed very well in that space. I think the I think the setting is very is is oh is really great.
2: Yeah, I mean a lot of the sets feel like. Very simply designed, so you can more yes. focus on the people. Like they feel like stage play sets. They're like Exa- just yeah. a wall with like some stairs on it that that pe- they're looking at, or or the inside of a very simply designed apartment. But I, th- it, I think it works really well, especially because of how colorful everything is. I'm a huge yeah. fan of incredibly colorful sets, and this was done very well. yeah However, I would like to say the first thing that happens when you turn this movie on, at least for me, is yes. like a six yes. minute thing you've of never lines. Heard, I think you've never like, heard of an overture. That's what that is. Well, it's an on. overture.
0: It's, well, an it's I thought theme. my
2: fucking stream was broken. Same here. I, oh my I God. thought, because I, I, it doesn't move. I thought the lines were going to move or something like that. It's then it just.
1: I thought it, my Blu ray was scratched. Oh I, my watched God. A, I watched it on Blu ray and I, I thought something was wrong with it. Well,. It's is an that, overture. common. Is that, common? Is that co- well? It's common in musicals, obviously. And yeah. Stage Lawrence, musicals. The next, the next so best you're... picture
0: winner, chronologically, Lawrence of Arabia has an overture, but they don't even have anything. You sit there in the dark for seven minutes while they oh, play okay. the themes of the film. Yeah, it's very common. That's I knew immediately well, I guess, when it came on that that's what it was.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I, pants I th- It was the line. It was the be- it was the colored background and the lines that threw me off. Quite okay. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because
2: well, w- the, the the color like slowly morphs between a bunch of different yeah. colors. Yeah, well, I, uh, I found that it for very the
0: first. cool. You know who designed the title sequence, that that title, and then the ending credits, right? Who? Saul Bass. Could of you course tell it was Saul Bass. Could you Bass. tell us a yeah. Saul
2: Bass title sequence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean... Very, a classic guy who just did... Designed a lot of opening credit sequences, okay. a lot of like cutout sort of. It's he's got a really unique style. I mean, to me, when I
0: was watching that, and I couldn't tell what those lines were, I I, I kind of thought they were moving too, but I just I trusted in the film. Um,
1: okay, and I thought it was broken,
0: and yeah, and same. then it morphs, and it's like this cool like
1: outline of um of, of Lower the City Man- yeah. of Lower Manhattan, and yes! I'm just like I'm like I like that. <laughs> I was like
2: yo that's cool it makes sense.
1: Um, there's a few other moments of like interesting editing in this as well. Um, when she's. Uh, I forget which character it is, but it's someone spinning around in a circle, and it sort of goes into, like, uh, it sort of separates into, like, primary colors, and it transitions into, like, the high school dance. Yes. That was mm-hmm. really cool. I I mean, so, there
2: certainly are some interesting editing decisions. Yeah. Especially the, the, the rack focus, or the focus... Difference where like everything's blurred out except for a certain area well, I want to I want to of over edited and cheesy But I think it works really well I want to get in there's I think there's reasonings for all of that because
0: normally when we think about a movie we often like when we talked about the Hurt Locker we talked about how like realistic and the way it was shot It was specifically designed to be shot from a war photographer's perspective You know they used war photographers as cinematographers there and this movie that is a very realistic movie i would say this movie mm-hmm. is the exact opposite it doesn't yes. it doesn't go for realism it's not about that and it doesn't try to strive for that in its representation yeah. of the stuff of the plot of the story that's going on on screen and instead uses mm-hmm. like theatrical and um, filmic elements to portray the story in a non-realistic way. In an, a, a, not an unrealistic way, it's just it isn't using realism as its like, base for how it's going to show you this
1: story. There's a, yeah, there's a layer of fantasy and sort of Broadway showiness on top of this movie. Because, Especially yeah. with the with the dance fights is a great example.
0: Because yes. this film is a musical. And yes. you, it's... I'm, I am amazed that we're going to come to a conclusion because personally, I don't even know how to think about this versus a, a another film, you know, The yeah. musical films are so very, very different. And I was actually thinking about this compared to a more recent one, La La Land, and about just mm-hmm. how much more fantastical this one is than La La Land. La La Land is a much more realistic movie, I would say. Even well, it has, it has its, moments. It has its yeah. dance sequences, but even in like the more, it has the more day-to-day stuff. This one felt very fantastical. For you know, I, I use that word already, but I because I, I can't think of another. But for me, wow. it worked. It worked. It, the, the idea that it, this is like a production and not something to be taken literally um, was very entertaining and and has guided my opinions on the film quite a lot. And so that's like the yeah. basis for how I view it, um, which you'll see about how I how I think of of the different aspects of it. Tucker, okay, I want to hear. Yeah. I, I want to hear your thoughts. you want to jump famously
1: in. not a not a huge musical fan. What yeah. were your thoughts?
2: No, so I'm not a musical guy. Okay. I I have two parents who are actors and in theater and stuff, so it's a little bit weird that I, <laughs> this is not my wheelhouse. But I mm. just grew up finding musicals and, and all the things that are associated with them to be over the top, obnoxious, showy, and, and just like really pretentious. Mm-hmm. I I have a lot of respect for this movie in a lot of different categories. I think finally we get a movie that is interesting visually. Like it does a lot of unique things with its editing and cinematography and set design. We're coming yeah. off of a run of, like you know, people in Gritty offices people or like light- movies <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah, flat lighting. Nothing's particularly special in any of the the production departments. Um, so I was very excited for that. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think that on those base levels, this movie is absolutely fantastic. And I can see why it won so many awards, like I said. However, I just don't think musicals lend themselves to engaging storytelling. I, I think would we, have
1: to agree with you on this particular movie. Yeah,
2: I just think that the... Well, yeah, and I guess that's what I'm saying here is the musical numbers and the the, dra- the dramatization of things like the characters randomly striking poses... Or, or just like stopping in the middle of like an emotional thing to like, you know, do something musically weird. It just <laughs> killed the emotional impact of it for me. Yeah. And, and because the fact that it's mostly focused on the sing-songy moments for, for its powerful emotional things, the normal dialogue outside of that is just flat and boring. And the actors are there to sing and dance. So they're not great normal actors in the normal scenes in between those musical numbers and it mm-hmm. just feels like two different things mashed together. It, yeah. it was just really strange to me to watch yeah. this film, and, and the fact that one best picture on all the production fronts is totally fine in my book. But it just—it's not an incredibly deep or engaging story. I think it has some thematic elements that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the commentary on immigration, I think, is, is really interesting. I wasn't expecting that at all. Or and the commentary with the um, jets on like why they turned out to be sort of hooligans, quote unquote. Yeah. I thought that, that was cool, but those themes are so backgrounded and from my perspective just to have them fucking dancing around and, and doing weird shit, and I just think that, like, I don't know. It's well, not... I,
0: it's, I, I ask you, what's, what's the point of having it, uh, of a musical, if you're not gonna do anything musical with it? You know? If you're not oh, gonna I have not singing... But I don't like musicals. Well, so, can you view this as a, in its regard as a musical? As... Yeah, for, but I don't like musicals. No, I'm not asking you if you like, can you is- appreciate the film to for the aspects of how it does the musical things very yes. well?
2: Yes, of course. But this is A, a movie, and B, a Best Picture winner. And I don't think either mm-hmm. of those things lend themselves to being that super impactful best movie of the year thing because it has a shallow story with shallow characters, bad dialogue, and like, I
0: actually I want to I want to hit you on that dialogue point because I completely disagree. I think the dialogue in some of this in some of these scenes is so like fast and witty and just like yeah. the like the way they go back and forth and it's not played for <clears throat> laughs. It's not trying to be funny, you know, like in an Avengers movie where they say something and then they pa- like literally pause to he- They pause for the audience to they laugh. They pause for the audience to laugh. Not here. They just like let it run and let, you know, I think actually well-written dialogue that is like just going 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 on on warp speed just like fly through the scene. Um, I found it very, just to like pay attention, like what they're saying and how they say it and how they go back and forth. And then like, I, I like how they transition in and out of the sing-songy moments. And just because like, it's a musical, that's how it works. Like you, what yeah. do you expect?
2: Maybe it's because I'm a little more, I, I have a, I have a more critical eye on, on quick and snappy Dialogue and humor. I mean, my dad's a comedian. I grew up with (laughs) jokes being thrown my way every fucking which way. But I mean, I've also seen a lot of Howard Hawks, a lot of Billy Wilder, these directors from the the earlier days of Hollywood that that was their style, that that quick and fast and people's words overlapping and and jokes being slipped in and out and characters hitting each other with one-liners constantly. I'm really used to that style. And I just think that this movie has a weird balance in terms of, yeah, there are characters bouncing off of each other with their with their sort of. Quick jokes, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily fit the the serious tone because all the characters are taking everything so seriously unless they're like in that super funny moment. So it it's just a, a weird balance to me. I don't think it really works too well. Um, yeah,
1: well, I I find myself somewhere in the middle of you two. Uh, I, I I agree with Tucker's point that um the especially the romantic subplot or it, it's not even the subplot. It is like the main plot of the movie. I'd say or at least it's a shared. There's a, there's a shared plot here, um, uh, Natalie Wood and what is the actor's name? Richard Bamer. Richard Bamer, yeah. Not, do not have good chemistry. And Tucker's gone for some reason. I don't reason. know. He's, Where did he's, he, go? He, I, he 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 did. We can keep going. So you don't think that they have um, excellent? Yeah, I don't think Natalie Wood and Richard Bamer have good chemistry. Uh, no. I, I, in my reading of the trivia for this, uh, apparently they also didn't get along on set either. So and I think that comes across. Um, so by proxy, the romant, the, romantics, the romantic plot is predictable because it's Romeo and Juliet. Yes. The actors aren't compelling, and their musical, their solo musical numbers aren't great in comparison to the larger group numbers because they're just more fun. Yeah. Uh, but, um, in contrast to that, I wish that the movie had focused more on the social commentary. Because as Tima was bringing up with the with the dialogue, uh, especially when they're all in groups and they're shooting they're shooting the shit back and forth, there is a lot of lines in there that lend themselves to uh, the social commentary that this film has about immigration. Like Tucker said, about how uh, you know even though they're they're dueling gangs, they have a lot in common. You know they're both uh, preyed upon by the poli- by the police. They're both disenfranchised. They're both poor, and it just so happens that the sharks are. You know, being immigrants, they are they're preyed upon more and they're disenfranchised more. Uh, and that come like I said, and those social commentary things come across in the dialogue. I just wish they had come across more. The the film had placed them those themes in the forefront rather than yes. behind this like lazily done Romeo and Juliet. Um, yeah, this no. Romeo well, so, and Juliet. So I I
0: want to I want to talk about the story here because you guys have been talking about it, but it is important to notice that it is an adaptation. It's not like it trying to you know this it was intended to be an ad- a modern day uh adaptation of romeo and juliet this is yeah. how um what bernstein he he said i wanted to wanted to make a because i actually studied this as a musical in my music class for the musical aspects of it so i've got some background here as like sure. a um talking about how this movie was or the the original play was intended to be a modern retelling of romeo and juliet and to shine yeah. a a light on what um, what Bernstein saw light. going kind of on in um, in New York, and so while maybe yeah I don't know I don't know if I can completely agree with this, this story is shallow because it is this adaptation of a classic story. It's an adaptation of Shakespeare, yeah. and so I if mean, you're listen, gonna,
1: if I, I think that's why the, my my stipulation that the actors weren't good either is an important stipulation, but at the same time I kind of feel like. If you're going to do Romeo and Juliet, again, don't just do Romeo and Juliet. And they did. They did yeah. try with the social commentary aspects. And it's a musical. Romeo
0: and Juliet's not a musical to begin with.
1: Well, yes.
0: Like, that is something yeah. that's pretty different. Um, and, I mean, they, you know, I did think about the, the what is it, the, the Baz Luhrmann movie? The Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, Baz Luhrmann. I thought about that um, while I was watching it, too, because that is very enjoyable, very different, more, I would argue, a more yeah. literal retelling of Romeo and Juliet. It's- at the, um, at,
1: it, it, well, it is, you know, the, he uses the exact same dialogue. He just sets it in, like, 1998 or whatever. Like Mexico City, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. it is, uh, it's certainly more creative. I haven't seen that movie, so I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not I can't one. speak to the quality of it. Uh, but from what I've heard, it's a bit cringy. It's in spots. Uh, so, but, Shakespeare
2: is cringy. I'm going to go well, on a yes. fucking limb and, and, let, and let it be known here. I don't like Shakespeare. He's, All the Shakespeare he's... stuff that we've read in fucking <laughs> high school is just, Holy shit! It's obnoxious. My brain just dies after three sentences of that. Sch- I fucking despise <laughs> that. I that shit. I
0: cannot believe Shakespeare T- Tucker is here shitting on the Bard. I mean, I Shakespeare don't care. Is, He's fucking is, dead. Is he can suck like my wiggly dick. One of the the most important writers in history. That doesn't mean he's
2: not bad though.
0: Well, I don't. I actually think he is very good. I completely disagree with you there because <laughs> that's fine. Um, just like. He's, he's sheer importance, and then I have found it very enjoyable to read. I've read quite a number of Shakespeare plays, and I've actually acted in a number. I played um Trinculo in The Tempest, like a, I always played comic relief as a because I did it as um, um and in elementary school, my my school put on Shakespeare plays. But I have a great appreciation for how Shakespeare tells his stories. And it's very different than modern storytelling. And I I thought about that while watching this film, especially in the idea that it's not, you don't have to stick to a three-act structure when you're doing a musical. You know, on the stage play, you can do five, you can do nine acts. I mean, you can do however many you want. I mean, how many Hamlet Mm -hmm. has like a bajillion acts because it's stupidly long. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's long. Fuck Hamlet. Tucker has been maligned. We're not talking
1: about, not talking about Shakespeare. He, I'm just going to okay. say he's been, he's, it's a
0: shame because he's been maligned by the U.S. education system into hating Shakespeare. There's a lot to value there, and possibly if it was taught differently, he would. Um, okay. he would— he would come to we'll appreciate get to, it. There, you there were is also
1: a,
2: taught by the U.S. education system. And hey, turned out
1: there wasn't. is a there is a film <laughs> adaptation of Hamlet that won Best Picture. We'll talk about fucking Hamlet and Shakespeare when we get to that. One. Oh, and oh, Shakespeare right. in
2: love. Oh yeah,
0: you're yeah. right. Okay,
1: we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But oh. we're talking about West Side Story. That's
0: correct. yes. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I wanted sorry, to sorry, talk sorry.
1: about. I want to talk a bit more about the uh soci- the, what's the word? What am I looking for? What oh. word am I looking for here?
0: The social impact of the or the, the
1: social impact, the social the, themes. The that's what I'm talking Commentary. about. Commentary.
2: Social commentary, <laughs> thank you. Yes. You, you got a little bit from both of us, you know.
1: While I yeah. While uh I think that yeah, it talks about it brings up some important things. Um I think we should view this a little bit at least, uh, with our modern standards in mind. Yes. Uh because uh let's not beat around the bush. There's brown face in this movie. There's yeah, just there's white actors playing white um... actors. With Puerto makeup Rican. on to make them seem Puerto Rican, they're doing Puerto Rican accents, they're playing. Inconsistent Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican accents. Very inconsistent Puerto Rican oh. accents. I found like that I pretty, pretty, that pretty 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 uncomfortable too. To uh, especially yeah. though I'm gonna call out the actor who whoever played Bernardo, uh extremely inconsistent. Whenever he, he won had the like the best supporting actor. Whenever he had like a secondary line, like his line's not accentuated in the scene, he just was an Ameri- he just had an American accent. But whenever he had like an important line, he, he really he really laid it on thick there. The, he really rolled his R's and everything. Um,
2: qu- quick thing the the um, Rita Moreno, the actress for uh, she's actually Puerto Rican. She actually is Puerto. What's what's the character's name again? Anita. Uh, um, Anita. 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 Yes, she actually is. So it was interesting. Like I was seeing her and, and seeing how how fluid her you know accent and and portrayal of the character was. Then I was like, whipping out my phone with Google is natalie wood white
1: (laughs) oh oh, with a name like natalie wood yeah so
2: yeah i know but i just wanted to like double check and then of course it was you know they they couldn't they didn't want to have the um film's impact lessened because this movie would not have been shown in in southern states if it had been an interracial couple yeah that's why they opted to go for black or uh, brown face i guess so i mean
0: you can i think it's right to fault the movie it's it's yeah. you know you I, sh- I think they shouldn't have done it but did they have another choice
1: yes
2: yeah well they could they could have they, they could have made just, an
1: interracial couple they just wanted to make more money they just
0: wanted to make yep. more money that is right that's that's a that's a bad take I'm sorry
1: uh yeah well yes uh, like I said uh the point I was getting to was I think it does bring up some important su- societal factors about you know systemic racism especially with um Schrank and officer Krupke and how they talk. Uh, how like they talk to the gangs separately when they're together they they malign them both but when they're separate officer or lieutenant Shrank tries to, like turn the jets against the sharks yeah and, to like, say, like out, oh, to get gonna, the sh-
0: to get the sharks they're gonna out
1: they're going to ruin yeah they're going to ruin the neighborhood they're going to take away the jobs or whatever yeah very and, familiar
0: um, um sentiment
1: yeah very familiar sentiments that really haven't changed over the last 50 to 60 <laughs> no, years no not at all um but yeah uh, but i think i think the brown face thing does take away from the impact of that a little bit just because they yes. layer these themes in there but they're said by white actors in in uh brown face makeup so yeah that, that that's a, a bit of a yeah that's a bit of a walking the line there uh, yeah. one thing i did want to note i have it in my mo- notes here uh america and officer krupke being almost i think there's one song in between them but being almost back to back is what really cements that theme in for me is that they're different, but similar in these ways that, like, the Puerto Ricans are discriminated against. They are maligned against by the police officers, uh, and they, they want to follow this American dream. But at the same time, they're realistic in realizing that the city that they're in doesn't appreciate them based on their race. But if you go over to the Jets, you realize that these people have been shuffled around from, you know, judges to social workers to mm-hmm. therapists uh, and the police officers—they <laughs> call them head
0: head squishers or whatever. Uh, head shrinkers. Head yeah, Head shrinkers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, they've been they've been shuffled around between them, and they have drug use and a domestic abuse at home, and yeah. that's why they that's why they're like this. Uh, I think that is a really powerful. You know, had that been explored more, other than just like offhandedly alluded to in the dialogue, I would have liked this film a lot more. And yeah. I hope in the twenty twenty one adaptation that is more brought to the forefront rather than the romantic subplot. also narrative. with proper
2: actors who are yeah.
1: playing. Uh, they're, proper it, roles. Yeah. Oh, I ju- <laughs> I looked into that and as you would assume in 2021 they are actually casting Hispanic actors to portray Hispanic characters. Well, there Holy you go.
2: shit, let's fucking go. It only it only, Im- it only
1: took it, it only took 60 years it but only we fucking
0: seconds. did it boys. Um the fucking dot, yeah. I when I think about the the song America, because I, I, I want to slowly bring us into talking about this, the song and dance and the production of this film, because we spoke a sentence about it and then moved on yes. to some of the other stuff, because I think there's a lot more to talk about in that regard. But in America, that song, instantly recognizable. I mean, that's an iconic song. Yes, do, I agree. Do, 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 do America. America. You know, it's, it's the like, only one that I America. came in recognizing. America. Like that, that is, I think, is a great song. It's a really great number. There's some excellent. I mean, you talk about the um, the social message of the film. There's a line like that's like, America, like America is all right, and then you know, someone's like, mm, if you're white, yeah.
1: yeah. And I, I heard that in and America, I was and I everything's like, all all right. right if in America everything is all, it's all right. You have to be in, all in white, America yeah. if
0: you're if you're white or whatever. And yeah, that line, I was like. I didn't expect to hear that
1: line. Yeah, you know, exactly. He, they said
0: the uh, they, they said the quiet part out loud there,
1: and more trivia about the about the about the film ad. Actually, they actually they changed a lot of lines from the um, original Broadway song to the movie. Yeah, because the Broadway song is actually. More cynical of the Puerto Ricans and sort of like makes fun of them a little bit. Really, in this it was more, yeah. Where in this it was more about the discrimination that they faced. Huh, so, so this is almost an to improved,
0: the mo- improved version. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Adapted they did, screenplay.
1: Yeah, they had changed a few more things just for censor purposes. But yeah, that yeah, I mean, that was something a... I read where they changed it to be better towards marginally better because again, it's sung by white actors.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's well, not Moreno. It's, it's, it's hard yeah, to look. Exactly, it's hard she is of the lead uh, in that in that
1: musical. I got that.
0: But to talk about song and dance, I, I just want to say the the choreography and the the music of this film is, I think, is incredible. The this score, the the soundtrack is... Oh my god! The I score, mean, mwah.
2: It's it's yeah, it's really something else. I really really liked the. Um, Okay, so I'm coming to this as a person who doesn't really like musicals. I really <laughs> liked the the background jazz score that everything is overlaid on. I, so I think that, that was actually fantastic, and the quieter a, moments, a, those were A great. very important... Um
0: point of this as a as a cultural work as an artistic piece is that before this was a before the musical they were all done with like show tunes you know big band like the orchestra and whatnot but this Mm -hmm. was one of the first to use a popular form of music to tell it and is really like shows great advancement in terms of like what you can do in a musical laid the foundation for Phantom of the Opera School of Rock you know all those like really famous nowadays musicals Um, yeah and so, like, not only is it is it fun to listen to, and like, it kind of some of the songs are bangers. Um, it's culturally very important.
2: Sure, I I'm gonna go off that last thing you said. Some of the songs are bangers because I think a solid two thirds of the musical numbers in this are just like people saying the sentences yeah. with slightly so fucking changing their voice. Yeah, it's like yes. really overly operatic and not very, like, visually engaging. Especially I'm just sitting the, there like the beginning. This, is just, this just could have been shorter, more concise, more emotionally impactful if it wasn't, if it didn't have to be sung. Like, yes. that's just what must mostly frustrating me is the ones where it's all the people going through the streets and it's well choreographed and they're, you know, bouncing off the walls and, like, and yeah. there's all sorts of. I think it's.
1: I, th- I think it's uh, important to point out that that when I what I brought up earlier, uh, the musical num like those big musical numbers are the ones directed by Jerome Robbins. The yes. other ones were after he was fired.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, I, I, and I think that the, there's a clear distinction between those because I, mm. I, I when I go into a musical, I am not expecting very much. I don't enjoy musicals, but w- when it is super designed and, and 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 the music and the and the dialogue work really well together and it doesn't feel super forced that's when i am even i even i am able to resign myself to having a good time with it um mm-hmm. i really like little shop of horrors because it does that really well um i like uh, gentlemen for blondes because it has really over the top uh, sequences like that bye bye birdie um but this this more quiet musical scenes i just was sitting there like this movie is poo long because they've felt like they had to it, was, it just feels padded and and it's yeah. a little bit it's just a little bit unfortunate that it, the pacing of the movie is so up and down like that
0: I think it is yeah. I think the movie is a little too long um yes I it's it is I, there are points in you have you can't just have you know show and dance the whole time you have in in like the flow and and the ebb and flow of the musical there needs to be slower moments like you know we talk about tension and release of tension in other episodes mm-hmm. um and it could be handled well though i i would i don't particularly remember actually which is probably a a a knock against the film a couple some of those those middle ones that you're talking about um Um, but but like the the one where they plan jets yeah that i think you're right about that one one songs
1: uh after he he when he's moving the boxes of soda down the stairs as a job oh yeah at, when he sings that song very forgettable uh even maria was yes, shot that's sort of the one was in my mind very boringly was like, yeah really uh, i think engaging at all maria herself has one where she's just kind of on a balcony singing to the sky or whatever yeah there's a f- there's a few
0: i do you guys remember the scene in the um in the seamstress shop in the in the bridal shop where they like they, they sing and dance their way into planning their wedding that was one of that yeah. was one of my favorite scenes. Just the way I like the way they interact with the set, especially. the set mm-hmm. and the and the props and stuff and the way it all builds. And then the the cinematography in that one was I think it was very subtle, but it was like when it got to the end and you're like that it's final kind of like the
1: little window, the with window the cross and this in, crosses yeah. in there
0: and then like the rest of the set is directing your vision down to the two of them and they have that little like light leak effect or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, that was really, really effective. I thought the cinematography in the film was was pretty pretty a plus like almost the entire time i mean there were like so many moments where i was like like holy crap what a shot like w- yeah exactly like i was just like kind of kind of blown away by a lot of it and some like the really precise camera movements and the uh just like the way the the big big open spaces your outdoors areas and then you know you, you talked about it earlier but i said to my dad when we were watching it, i was like now this is a color movie this movie is yes. in color.
2: Vibrant color. <laughs> this colors. is a Vibrant color. technicolor movie. Oh, yes. Oh, I, think yeah. I, I think it's I, I. Well, you know, they're all there. <laughs> but um, It's all but old, I, I mean, mean I, don't give a shit. I, I agree. I think I just kind of came to a realization of what my sort of thesis statement on this film is. Okay. Is that it's dripping in style. It's yes. all style. But only kind of half substance. There are the yeah. themes there. There are, are some interesting character moments but not a lot. It's... So good in the production design moments, but it just falls so flat in the story department from my yeah. point. I think it's
1: I think that's very telling really that we haven't really talked a lot about the characters because they're sort of one note. Yes. It's Romeo and Juliet, like we said, uh, and they don't really do anything to change the core of that story. I get that it's an adaptation, but at least give the at least hire some actors that have a bit of charisma.
2: Yeah. And the only thing we commented on the characters was that the actors yeah, did a great job, and yes, yeah, and that they were brown faced. So okay, well, <sighs> I'm kind of running out of things to say about this. Together. Well, yeah. uh, I just want to yes. because I just want to
0: hit on one more color moment that I really liked the night before the um, the the rumble the, when they transitioned mm-hmm. from daytime to nighttime on the rumble, and there's that shot, and it's like the sky or like an outline or like some it's like color blocks basically. It's I thought it was kind of hard to tell exactly what it was, and it's just like red. And the way the film uses color symbolism throughout, you know, we talked about a color, but the color I feel like actually means stuff. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the people yeah. where they've got their costumes are color-coded and then like the gangs yes. are color-coded through like the lighting. The lighting in this film is classic Hollywood and it's just like gorgeous. You got red and blue and it shines through and you sometimes the lights there's like a scene between um Maria and Tony and the backgrounds are colored lights and they're diegetic mm. like it's coming from some elements in the scene that you see earlier, but like he's red and she's blue and they like move together. It's like some of
2: those shots were just like so tasty to drip in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly i mean i'm a, I'm a visual person in, in those regards from from my perspective i mostly focus on story when it comes to films but i i love me some good editing some colorful sets some colorful costume design very really yeah. clever shots and i kept that was what i focused on mostly with this film mm-hmm. and i think that is the strongest aspect but i, I don't think it necessarily is a best picture winner in the in the way that Almost it, all the rest it, it of It deserved
1: the awards that it got for those aspects of the film. Yeah, not yes. necessarily
2: best picture overall,
1: though. Uh, one more note I had. Uh, I was watching this with my girlfriend, and she pointed this out. Uh, no one takes in their laundry. There's always laundry out there's on the There's always laundry out middle everywhere. Middle of night, middle of the day, morning, late afternoon, there's always laundry all, all Really the time. long yes. lines,
2: too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway. cool set design, but also, what the hell? But, I mean, that that's a suspension of disbelief thing that I think adds to the atmosphere
1: yeah, it of Yeah, it adds the aesthetic and the atmosphere yeah. of the film. I get it.
2: All right, fellas, check your um check your mobile
0: devices. I'm going to collect your rankings uh, right oh, now yes. and we're going to tabulate a result. I think it's time to figure that out. Um either either PM me. Probably PM me. Oh, whatever. He's a little late for that one. Um well, I just
2: sent it. Oh, okay. <laughs> let's see. I'm doing the math. I'm not I'm not I'm only checking mine though. I only know mine, so I wouldn't be surprised for when this when this goes through. Okay. Uh, let's see. And I
1: can't do math in my head, so I don't know where to land, even though I saw Tucker's number.
2: Um. But I, I, I wanted to say something. At the very beginning, we were talking about the fact that we've had so many um, ranking ideas of how we're going to go through this. This, yeah. this system of... Averaging our numbers together as the base place for it to go is Mm -hmm. kind of what we were trying to do the entire time. Yeah, but the most convoluted fucking way. We just
0: realized, didn't remember about the the calculation. So I've calculated it. We have to remember
2: math. Yeah,
0: well, it's been a long time since I've taken a math class. I've calculated it, and our score is nine and two thirds. Oh, I see. So um, hey, let's see which let's see where uh, which puts it at ten. Tucker yeah, right. Tucker said it was at number thirteen. Tanner said it was at number nine, and I said it was at number six. Oh, ah, okay. I really like wow, this one. Okay. I have a really good time. Another with spread. It. It's really fun to watch. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about about it sitting in between um, our, our bump and French Connection down to number eleven?
1: Well, oh, uh, ha- here's the thing. Actually, both certainly you. have uh, both certainly have a, a visual style to it, a visual language to it. Um, I think West Side Story is more vibrant but it obviously, and French Connection, more gritty, but those both lend themselves to the aesthetic and feel of those movies. They're New York movies. It's hard to weigh them out.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: We've got kind of a lot of New York movies, actually.
2: We have. Here's a question for you, Timo. Hmm. How do you think this movie as a best picture compared to the rest? Obviously, it's super unique, but why would you put it so high in comparison, even though the the storytelling is relatively weak? Well, because to me, that's not what the movie's about at all. The movie is
0: is completely about the show and the dance and about the the um having this great big production and showing um you know like getting together and having that amazing choreography i think the choreography in those scenes is like top notch i mean the way the music in certain scenes to me acts as dialogue i understand what's going through the character's mind just based off what the score is playing um and i really don't think the story is that shallow because it's this romeo and juliet story because it's this mm-hmm. adaptation and i already know about what to expect about you know the montagues and the capulets and all that um all that comes with it This things that it brings in and then i feel like They actually did do, they did add stuff. This social commentary on it is very interesting. And despite the fact that, yeah, like, obviously, the brown face and the, you know, the treatment of of the the representation of Hispanic people in cinemas is terrible. Um, And in this movie, they are, they're bad at it. But the elements about the cops, the cops are, you know, bad. Well, you know, that still sticks around here in America and the idea of immigration and all that stuff that... Mm-hmm. In a musical, to me, like just the very fact that they bring that up is is points for it. Um, okay. To to just sure. like because while yes, it does have to be evaluated as a best picture. I think because of its nature as a musical, all these extra elements get brought in that we don't even you know we don't. There's no song and dance in Godfather or Parasite or whatever, and so <laughs> we have to add. What was
1: there was though?
0: holy crap I actually um want to say that I am not that big of a fan of musicals I haven't really seen too many um okay. I don't like go out of my way to watch them I don't listen to show tunes on the reg so um but this it, it just like all the elements seem to work together to me I felt it was long um so that's why it's not you know w- up, up much higher but the 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 individual story elements the way it all it all builds together and the romance to me was like was okay, I think. Is okay. how I would say it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was. It was that terrible, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, it didn't jump off the screen to me. But I also, uh, I also knew it was going to happen because it was Romeo and Juliet.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think and that's I, I'm my, okay my with thing that Because is I think we're looking at this from different perspectives. I I think the fact that it is predictable in the Romeo and Juliet nature is is a, a big knock against it for me. I like the fact that they added the the social commentary to it. But I think it didn't do enough to differentiate itself to feel like it was over, like extra designed or deserved any specific merit on, on top of that. Because, I mean, if I'm going through and saying the characters aren't supremely interesting, oh, but that's okay because it's based off of an older story that I already know. Like, they could have done I don't, a lot I mean, more I, with I, it. To
0: be honest, I don't know how different the characters are in Romeo and Juliet in the beginning. They're, they, they are are not that different than they are in 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 west side story to me at least I know, in what i remember of that's it. that's the thing
2: that's my commentary is that i don't think that's a good thing i really think that they could have modernized it a lot more and fit those social commentary in the modern aesthetic a lot better if these are just simply s- simple star-crossed lovers but that doesn't necessarily fit the tone of the rest of the movie and the the commentary that it's going for i don't know i mean i, I just feel like I don't think it being based off of an older thing and being predictable is a benefit to the film when it could have been so much more. I don't I have, know what they would have, have done
0: okay. without the adaptation, to be honest. Like, I don't I know what story they would have told. Tanner, you can go ahead.
1: Okay, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, um, I sort of fall a, a little bit a little bit to the side of Tucker's argument against it. Um, I think that, yeah, obviously there's, there you, you can draw the line weirdly on, like, of how closely something should be to the source material, if you're making an adaptation of it. But at the end of the day, it's like I said. If you're making an adaptation of any story, the people telling the story, the actors, the people we see that in the story, should be charismatic, we should care about them from their performances, and that's not really the case in West Side Story. I don't think... I don't think um, natalie wood and richard bamer have chemistry i think all the other actors are sort of relegated to one notes to one note characters sort of stereotypes and any characterization we get of them cuffs comes offhandedly in secondary lines that are then bulldozed over by other lines in that scene uh so that's why i think i would i'd be okay with this hmm i i think i actually am okay with this
0: at at a 10th place to be honest i think that's oh wow okay I think I mean yeah, yeah
1: I I'd, I'd, I'd say so too. I mean, I'd say so too.
0: I could make the stretch for to, to go above platoon but I mean we can I think we can settle at 10. Yeah. I mean
1: I think I think Platoon's social themes are more well done than they are in West Side Story.
2: That is yeah, an no, interesting that, point to uh And has a this, more compelling cast of
1: characters, yeah. in my opinion. What it, yeah, what's what Platoon is trying to say, it says it better than in what than what West Side Story has to say. Well, yeah.
0: there you go. That's um
1: that's, that's quite the decision.
0: List. We've uh, we did it did crack the top ten. It did crack True. the top ten. So out of fifteen, out so. of, well.
1: <laughs> for now, for
0: now. It is interesting that the that the element of it being a musical harms it in in our view. I think.
1: Well, there you can make good musicals. Uh, I actually though, uh, and this is a bit of a this is a bit of an anecdote. I've been rewatching some musical films that I've watched before, and uh-huh. I've been noticing that I've. Been liking them less, uh, so I don't know if it's uh, if the shine is wearing off of them, and I'm seeing the the faults in them. But uh, this is uh, I, I obviously I hadn't seen this one before, but uh, I, maybe it's lo- losing a bit a little bit of the magic for me.
0: Huh. Well, there you go. We have gone on I think quite a long time about this. It's, yes, we have. It's, I think an interesting discussion about about how how we value um a, a different a different than the normal type of movie, but it's time. For your favorite part of the week, Tucker, your favorite part of the week, we get to spin the wheel and uh, find yes. out what we're
1: watching next time. What movie will Tanner not be able to talk about? Oh, true. Yeah, Tanner's not going to be here next week, but we will have Abram Pumer back. Yes, so Abram will be back. We're going to get a new
0: dynamic. We're going to get a new dynamic. Who and who knows how that's going to switch stuff up? So I have, um, I have the uh, the number we're pulled up. Let's uh, let's. We are at the mercy of the wheel. The wheel oh, God is our God. Lord
2: and Savior. We must follow its every move. Tanner, do you yes. want
0: to say the rhyme this time, or do you not want to venture oh, into that? Oh, oh, oh fuck!
2: It. I don't remember
0: it. <laughs> oh, uh, wheel, God. wheel,
1: wheel, wheel. What's, what's your it? deal? Uh, give us a film that makes us squeal. Is it on <laughs> digital or is it on real? Wheel, wheel. What's your deal?
0: And with that, I click the spin button.
1: <laughs> that
0: was that was great, Tanner.
1: Thank you. Good Thank job, you.
0: buddy. Well, you guys can see the number as well as I can. We've got the number
1: twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Oh boy. Okay. okay.
2: All right. Please buckos. let it be something that I don't care about, so I because well, I don't have to talk about it. I think that is certainly going to be true because this oh, is, okay. of course, the 1987 Best Picture winner, directed by Bernardo Bertolucci. Oh, has Peter O'Toole in it? I know. I know that uh I, I good old a, Timo Nelson enjoys bit, that fella. A bit He's of a, a tool. But this is the story of uh, uh, a thing that I don't know a lot about: the Last Emperor. Oh,
1: the Last Emperor. The
2: Last oh. Emperor.
1: It's about a child that is the emperor of
2: China. Yes, uh, it's fucking long. Oh, oh boy. It's I, almost, can't, almost I can't wait four to watch. Long. It's almost <laughs>
0: 4 hours long.
1: I can't wait to watch it and not be able to talk about it. So there's no there's no reward for me watching it.
2: I uh, not even thought about this movie ever. No. Yeah, I was going through best picture winners not too long ago and just like realizing that have you ever heard of Bernardo Bertolucci? Nope, I, I have no I have actually I have not
1: this looks he, dir- look- he directs. He's directed some he's an Italian director he grew up under the regime of uh, Bernard Benito Mussolini and he makes some films uh, that have fascism as a theme the theme being fascism bad
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I don't think uh, I don't think this movie takes a sympathetic look at the the Japanese when they come visiting in China visiting in quotation marks Yeah um, but invading um, and anyway doing other honestly I'm things.
2: very I'm very interested in this another like, 80s I think film. it's an, another I
0: think it's 80s an, in, film. yeah
2: it's true but we'll get them out of the way and then we'll get yeah. to of stuff um but i I'm, I'm interested in this I, I think that this is an interesting story conceit just from the very beginning and the fact that I know Fucking nothing about <laughs> exactly it is yeah yeah it will be
1: it will, so it's I'm quite not deal. I'm not disappointed
0: I'm not disappointed oh, boy. Either. I mean it's, I'm
1: sure Abram's going to be so excited that on his, oh, inaugura- his re-inaugural episode back, he gets to watch a four-hour movie uh, that none of us wait. know anything
0: about. Well, I yeah. mean, we, he will be here to tell us all about his experience. Hopefully, he can do it in one part to give the... Uh, well, actually, that's more of a comment for you, Tucker. You don't watch movies in, in one in one sitting sometimes, <laughs> but that's okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. You love me all the same. Well,
0: yep. You. Yep. We love you all the all same, right. Tucker. Even though and you gave, audience, even though you gave it a thirteen, I'll I'll let it slide. Even though you gave yeah. a West Side Story, a-
1: audience, we love you all the same. No we matter do. what you thought of this, this. What do you think of the list? Comment on the YouTube. Go listen to the podcast. It's up on all some podcast platforms. It's on. It's
0: on yeah. the, the very many podcast platforms. If you enjoyed it, rated it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, hit the like God, button please. on Spotify or uh, you know. Do all that good YouTube. stuff to help 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 your your favorite movie, um, your your favorite white boys talk about films some more.
1: Your favorite yeah. movie talker abouters. Yeah, that's and, and us. if you're
2: listening to this on if you're listening to this on the uh, podcast and and didn't know that we had a YouTube, we do. That's where the majority of our content goes up. Please subscribe to us there. We do a lot of other stuff there. The videos for these go up, so you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also we're at like 198 right now. We're real damn close to 200. Yeah, and I, I think we can crack it by the end of the year, and that's very exciting. Let's do it.
0: Let's crack that two hundred subscriber egg. Well, it's been a pleasure talking about it. I'm well as 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 it as it happens with the average list. We have two mildly. I'm only mildly disappointed, and I, I hope Tucker's only mildly mm. disappointed with the placement <laughs> too. Um, oh, I'm fine with it. There we go. So that's how, that's how the democratic process works. Backlog so. banter. A mild disappointment. A mild disappointment, and so. To finish it up, West Side Story goes at number 10 on our list. We'll be back next week Did you to you do talk... the little
2: thing? Oh. Show the thing. The little graphic. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Uh-huh. Look at that. Ooh.
0: It's the last. It's hanging on. It's hanging on to the front page.
1: Yes. True. We'll, yep. we'll yes. see.
0: We'll see if it can hang on next week. When we talk about The Last Emperor, I'm, I'm interested, I. I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, not super- I guess. <laughs> I guess.
1: Boy oh boy, I guess.
0: Well, thank you for joining me. We'll uh, we'll, we'll get out of here. It's been plenty long. Let's uh,
1: yeah, let's say goodbye. Let's end it.
0: Goodbye. Long.